After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's just set the stage for a second. You're probably going, Deuce, where's the, where's the fog machine? The Kings have a season high in points. Where is the craziness that is night chat? Tonight is going to be a shorter night chat. Um, oh, what a day, what a day, what a day. Um, I think anyone who has, well, I mean, pets or kids, whatever, you can relate to that. Uh, as you guys know, uh, I, most of you may know, I have an amazing dog named Carlin who has been in my life, our lives for three years now, almost three years, got on the day after Christmas three years ago. And uh, my guy Carlin had a really tough day. Uh, It started last night. He would not sleep. He was very uncomfortable. He kind of was whining. And we'd take him to the vet earlier in the day and like, okay, it's like, he's in great shape. Here's a little vaccine and he's good to go. We'll get the rest of him later because he wasn't comfortable with it. Take him home and, you know, go for a walk, hang out have a good time. And then at some point he gets shaky and he's very uncomfortable. He's not sleeping. He starts like yelping. And so I'm deeply concerned, give him some pain medicine, call the vet. They're like, Hey, monitor situation. So like midnight last night, um, or earlier than that, I guess. And then around midnight, he went to the bathroom, walked out to the bathroom. Okay. Still just restless beyond restless. And, um, then I gave him some medicine to kind of conk him out for the night that I had from a previous injury. So he kind of settled down a little bit, but still not comfortable. Um, this morning, he's still kind of uncomfortable, lethargic, just not himself. I went to pick him up at one point and he yelped again. And that's when I went, okay, this is not just like a vaccine thing. This is like, he's hurt. I called the vet, give him some more medicine, uh, as they told me, and then keep monitoring the situation. Well, I don't know, it was 1.30 this afternoon, and, you know, I'm concerned, but I'm like, I think he's all right. We got the pain meds in, and um, he was farting. So I'm like, I'm going to help him out. You know, he's kind of drugged up. So I picked him up. I take him outside to the backyard, and I set him down, and I just see his his, his back legs just collapse, you know? And, you know, it's, oh, my God. Um, And he can't walk. Oh, my God. And so... Uh, so I immediately called the vet. I'm like, this just happened. They're like, you need to get to the emergency room right now. It's two o'clock. M- mind you, I usually get to the arena for a game at three 30. Um, 
You're in your hosting with Mike Bibby. I'm hosting in a role that I don't usually do uh, with Mike Bibby, who I've never worked with before. So it gets to the vet and like shout oh, out to the oh, vet. Oh wait, yeah. wait, induce him this whole time. By the way, I'm gone. You're, you're gone. You're you're on your I'm, way to Orlando. I'm getting phone so calls that this is happening yeah. when when I'm going from uh, Atlanta to Orlando and I'm just freaking the fuck out. Yeah, and so I am driving to the vet in Rancho Cordova, this emergency clinic, to get him seen, and I am just bawling my eyes out the entire way there. This is my kid, you know. This is my baby, and um. We get him in there and, you know, he's excited, you know, anxious because there's like stuff going on. He's at the vet and he's trying to move and like he can't move. Like it's just, he can't. And so I'm just bawling and they're like a triage and they get, take him away from me right away. And I'm just like bawling, like what is going to happen to this dog? Like he's three years old, you know? Um, so then they're like, the vet finally comes out and it's like, here's the deal. Come back here. I'm like, oh God, what am I walking into? And he had a slip discs that was pressing, uh, pressing against his spine. And like, he's like, we have, if the MRI confirms this, we have 24 hours to operate or he's going to be paralyzed. And, and I'm, I'm like, and during this time, I then that I asked my parents, I go, I asked my parents to go. I'm like, can you guys go take over? Cause Deuce has to be on TV, but somehow like, like, well, we and I, and I called the I called the people at NBC who were amazing, going, "Hey, um, this is what's happening." I'm like blowing my eyes out. I'm like, I may not be there, so be ready for me not to be there, because you know, first me, my priority was, I'm getting him there, and I'm finding out what the hell is going on before I even think about going to do a Kings game where I'm not even f- focused on it at this point. Like I'm I'm not even to me I was not gonna do it. And then um, so the vet tells me this, and like we have 24 hours or else. And here's the bad news. We have no one that could do it here. We're booked. I'm like, uh, okay, what's that mean? He's like, here's a list of uh, hospitals around the area you can call, start calling. But I'm going to ask the neuro- neurology department if they can do it, but I'm going to go. I, it's going to be tough. So I'm calling. I'm on hold. And then the doctor comes in. It's like, we can do it today. And uh, so anyway, Carlin, I, we just found out wait, within the last, go ahead. Wait. So then, then Deuce goes, Okay, great. Hands it off to my parents to basically finish up. And my parents have to take the number. The vet gets my parents' number because Deuce is going to be on live television. So then they call five minutes into Deuce being on television. And my parents call me and go, Morgan, they said that you have five minutes to decide. Are you going forward with the surgery or you or you can roll the dice and like it not be good and like he in six weeks from now he could be paralyzed. And I'm just like, holy shit, I have to make this decision right now while Deuce is like living his dream right now in this amazing role. And so then I'm like, just do it, just do yeah. it. We recircle and then Deuce, we just found out some good news. Yeah, he's, he, this surgery, went well he's out of surgery and now he's in recovery um but it's just you know it's like yesterday the vet was hey, he's great he's in great shape he's looking good everything you know and within 24 hours he can't walk and i'm talking about hey we have to have back surgery we're going to work on his spine to relieve this pressure and you know we'll see and so i'm beyond thankful that i noticed it when i did yeah. and that i was able to get him there and Pet insurance for the win, let me tell you, because the, the oh. surgery is not cheap by any means. And if I didn't have insurance, I don't, yeah, who knows? I would, I'd, I'd only fans here I come, you know, yeah. I, if that was the oh, case. 
you know, all of a sudden would, you're seeing deuce feet pics. Um, so that's the good news. It's just been an emotionally exhausting day where I literally, boom, take him. I'm processing the fact that he's got to have surgery. He's going to be successful. I've got to go on air. Can I go? I get home. I take a shower. I mean, it's like four o'clock. I got, I'm on, a, I'm on air at 6.30 for, again, another a role I'm not even c- comfortable with. So, anyway, the people at NBC were awesome. They guided me through it tonight. I worked with Mike Bibby. It was fun. The Kings won. Amazing. I felt good. I tried. I gave all I could on those shows. I gave all my energy. Literally walked off. I'm in the elevator. and just start bawling because it's just like, you know, oh. d- dogs are just, they're special. And, I, you know, I didn't know how special and how deep of a connection you could have with one until you have one. And... You know, it just, they can't tell you what's hurting. You know, you're just sitting there guessing. Um, so it was a day. It was a day, and it's going to be months ahead of rehab and all this stuff. I'm thankful. But anyway, I, the whole point is I need to explain to you why I'm not like, hey, I love those kids. Yeah. It's just, I don't have a lot left in the tank tonight, but <laughs> it feels good to hang out with you. And uh, I appreciate you guys. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I didn't, <sighs> like, at first, I was like, we were we were contemplating like oh my god do we have the energy like do we do this and it's like one of those things that i've noticed with our community every single time there's like something bad that goes on in our lives their lives whoever's lives like being there for each other it's just been great so thank you guys mm. yeah yeah well you crushed it too so how you rally through the resiliency that you showed that was incredible. Congratulations. That was, it was really fun watching you from afar. And I'm really glad that you got to call a, a host, a King's win too. Thanks. Thanks. What happened in the game? I mean, you know what happened? I just, I just went well, through it. Um, a, lot of, a lot of good shit happened. Yeah. There's definitely some good stuff. So um, yeah, well, let's, let's start. Hey, hey, by the way, thanks. I see the chat. Appreciate you guys being here. Um, and uh, giving the love it's uh yeah just keep carlin in your in your thoughts um so i know people came here to listen to us talk about the game but you know hey it's bigger than basketball here it's a do some milk community you got carlin's been around enough so <sighs> carl i can't wait to see that little nugget all right you want to start the show do you have anything yeah, you want to I... say sorry it's all no, about me in the moment no i know i i think I think um, even for me, I have to I have to call some games tomorrow, and I just keep telling myself like, you just rally through, rally through. And so, yeah, I mean, you had you had like the the ultimate, and I mean, it was it was just a tough day all around. But um, but hey, you know, we got we got a little beam. I think it's good and healthy to like try and forget about it for a little bit while we talk a little bit more hoops, and then. Um, and then you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. You gotta take care of yourself. If you're not drinking water and taking care of your mind, then you're not going to be good enough when he's out of surgery. So copy that. And forth. <laughs> Deuce and moan. <clears throat> um, we're coming down three, two, one. Hit our music. Deuce and moan. Deuce and moan. Deuce and moan. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo, the pocket that you know. 
Hey, welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast, recording this on a Monday night. I'm in Sacramento. Morgan's in Orlando for the NBA G League showcase, but she stayed up late, unlike most of the East Coast media that ignores the Sacramento Kings. And what she saw tonight was a thing of offensive beauty. Sacramento scores a season high in points. Demonis Sabonis has a trip dub. How about De'Aaron Fox with another 30-point game? Keegan Murray at 25 in Sacramento. Hangs on to beat the Wizards 143 to 131. They're now 16 and 9 on the season. Their best start after 25 games since the 0405 season. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. Each and every one of our podcasts presented by our friends who are at Northwest Exteriors and NorthwestExteriors.com. Uh, Morgan Reagan, how's Orlando? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, there's no good transition. Of course, I'm leaving all this on the audio portion, so people are very, very aware it. of what's happening. Uh, I, not, I love it. This is a game, Morgan, what you're supposed to do. There's some irritating things with me. I didn't like how they closed a couple of times. You know, I don't. the Wizards sure. scoring 131 points is kind of annoying. It shouldn't have been that close, especially, you know, they, they pulled the starters. They were up, you know, 17 or whatever it was, and then the bench guys kind of let the Wizards show some life. But the game was out of reach. Overall, though, I mean, the Kings offense has been rolling and it's good to see them kind of looking like themselves again. It looks like they're having fun out there. That's what it, I mean, it is. And I think it's everything from De'Aaron Fox in that second quarter just going off and then uh, Keegan Murray knocking down his shots. But then there's little things like this. When you see Kevin Herter feeling himself feeling confident and it's not feeling confident on just the offensive end as i know we'll continue to talk about this king's offense flowing but truly with kevin herter he gets something else when he's like active on the defensive end sometimes he'll have those wraparounds but i think he does a really good job of like having body control and not like knocking the guy so then they're calling one of those fouls it's and like getting he'll get a few blocks where he's just like swiping away hands in the passing lane and when he's playing like that i swear it just makes his game so much better on the other end i love that one of the first guys you mentioned tonight is kevin herter there was all these players you had harrison barnes had 19 kicking at 25 sabonis had 28 13 and 12 fox had 30 and you go we got to start with Kevin Herter for a Wait, second. My, no, I will say point. this. He had two of my favorite plays, but go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I want to hear about your two favorite plays. But my point is, is like, it was from everyone. And it's the little things that just really added to what the Kings main guys did to execute at such a high level. What's your two plays? Uh, the transit after the turnover, he had that dunk on Kuzma. I thought there was not... A part of me that believed he was going to dunk that and, and finish. I thought he was going to get fouled or Kuzma was going to chase down and block him, and he finished it. And I actually asked Harrison Barnes about it after the game, and Harrison was like, yeah, we're going to have fun with that. Yeah, definitely haven't seen that one before. That was pretty funny. Um, and then he had the one underneath where Keegan threw a beautiful pass to a cutting herder. He jumped up in the air and, like, pumped down to his, I don't know, his balls, and then put it back up. <laughs> And it fell in. I didn't know what else to say. Groin. Whatever. Uh, it was really cool. It was a nice play. Yeah. No. And I, I love, I loved when you asked HB about the Kevin Herter dunk. It felt like all of you guys were just kind of laughing about it. And what's, it's just, it's great because it's unexpected, but it happened. And I guess even that, even that small thing, I just felt like there were so many 
details to this game from other guys, even Keon Ellis, him, the way that he was playing, just like starting. I'm everything. sorry. Are, are you a coach on the team? Oh, you're highlighting all the like guys flying under the radar tonight. We get right, it. Because, because it's so no, but my, but I guess my true point to the guys that flew under the radar and didn't have the big Domas Sabonis games, I felt like their contributions is what just elevated everyone else mm. to to continue to have such big games like Keegan Murray, De'Aaron Fox, and Domas Sabonis. Well, De'Aaron Fox made his return tonight. We should mention that after having the shoulder ir irritation and missing that game against the Utah Jazz. Of course, he had that monster game where he went head-to-head -head with SGA in that win over OKC. Tonight, he got off to a slow start. I think he was 0 for 4 and had one point, and then at the end, you saw him rip off that tape like he was irritated. I don't know if the tape was to truly blame for it, but in his mind, it was to blame. And if, Even if it was just a mind thing, I don't care. It worked. He came out so aggressive in the second quarter, super handsy defensively, getting deflections, forcing turnovers, and then he just got wherever he wanted against that really piss-poor Wizards defense. Oh, piss poor is right, though, because there was a few times when they weren't breaking them down. I was like, what are you doing? And then De'Aaron Fox, just like you mentioned, started going to work in that second quarter. And it was I forget when this one there was just this line drive where uh, Jordan Poole, I think, came up a little below the free throw line. Like, I got him. I got him. And De'Aaron's just like, uh, just went a different angle, took a step around him and had this slow, Ugh. easy layup. And I just felt like there were so many of those moments where it's like, yes, that is how I wanted to see things get done. And that's what kept building that cushion for them as well. So then it felt like they had this game under control. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised that they were able to score as much as they did against this Wizards team. But it was still fun to see the ball moving around. Sabonis, another triple-double. I mean, he has the Sacramento record in triple-doubles with 17. It's his third this season. And he said after the game that it's his dad's birthday. He said, today I really wanted to get a triple-double. It's my dad's birthday. My present is going to be delayed, so hopefully this triple-double counts as a present. He knows it does. Like, that's what that's what's going to make his dad proud. That's amazing. I also, I thought Keegan looked, he had fun tonight, man. He had that run with Sabonis in that two-man game a few times. He had a stretch where he was knocking down threes, cutting. How about his dunk tonight? Look, I can tell you get excited. His dunk, his, I love seeing him throw it down, but go back to that two-man game with Domas Sabonis. I felt like the way that those two are just connecting lately, I think that's what, that's been one of the funnest things is when Domas has someone that he connects with, it just, it, it becomes effortless. It becomes like, like they talk through their eyes or not even, I mean, there's, there's no verbal communication. They just know where each other need to be. And I think Keegan has done such a better job of moving without the basketball, not just relying, being that spot up shooter this year. And then we keep talking about, oh, he can put the ball on the floor. But then you saw those moments with Domas. You're like, oh yeah, he's even good without having control of the basketball. Yeah, I thought he looked outstanding. And 25 points for him. He also had five rebounds, four dimes. He had some nice assists. Nine of 17 shooting. Also four of seven from three. He's playing some really, really good basketball. And, and you know, the back thing, I think there was a stretch for us who were concerned. And from what I understand, he just needed kind of a realignment a little bit. You know, like yeah. the pelvis maybe a little out of place. and. You've talked about that, too. When you played, you had something similar where you just were kind of out of place and it impacted your shooting and play. 
Yeah. Well, and it's so funny because I always remember because it was in high school when that mostly happened. And then I think it happened again when I was playing some Juco ball, but it was really like, I remember being like, I think my shot's off because I'm not aligned. And it's like, okay, sure. Or you're just missing, you loser. And it's like, no, truly, when I would go to the chiropractor and they would readjust my hips, it just felt like everything was back in order. And so I'm I'm glad that he's not in pain. And it seems like everything's back in order for him as well. Well, as um, Dr. Shakira would once say. Oh, no. I won't. The hips Thank don't you. lie, though. Oh, he still did it. Um, where else I want to go? Oh, Richard brought this up too. So after the last game, and I've heard this a lot, Keegan Murray thinks he should be posting up more. That's a part of his game. In fact, we had his dad on right over the off season that talked about Keegan's yeah. post game and how that's a something that maybe is untapped so far early in his career. And before last game, or maybe it was after last game, Mike Brown was uh, talking about Keegan. And he was mentioning that Malik and Keegan were talking at practice and how Keegan wants more post-ups, like post them up more. And he goes over to Keegan and goes, Keegan, you can post up. And Keegan says, YouTube it. And that's all he said was YouTube it and like walked away. And anyway, um, <laughs> just YouTube it. hilarious. And then tonight, what did he get? A little post up on Jordan Poole. And not only, and you know, there's a little pressure on him because you're asking for post ups. You got a yep. mismatch with Poole on you. You better convert. And not only did he convert, it was an A and one. Yeah, no, I think, and it's no surprise that he could do that too. Because I think when, not only when you look at his size and also where he's taking his game and his shooting abilities, but I think when you look at the way that if he were to create even a little bit of space with like a turnaround jumper on someone where he's not even fully going through them into the rim, which he can do, especially on a mismatch like that. Like there's just so many different things he can do in a post-up that I have faith in that I would like to see more of as long as it doesn't, as long as it's the right matchup, like it was in that situation and it doesn't just stop the ball. Well, I was eager to see him get the shot to start dropping. Um, because he it, even earlier in the year when the shot wasn't falling, like, God, he's still getting some points and he's playing great defense. Now it looks like he's a guy that can get you 20 at night. That's yeah. what he's been doing lately. Like that's literally what he's doing. He's doing it at all three levels. He's putting the ball on the floor more. He's showing off a little bit of his handles and he's still maintaining the the presence defensively. So I, I'm really, really happy with his development. And you're going, God, this guy could be something good with the Kings. I but it's so interesting to me. I've I've I feel like you have felt the same way as me though. I have felt like that for a while now. Even when he was in his slump, I really felt like, oh yeah, he's just trying to figure things out. He's trying to elevate his game on another end of the floor to get it to bring it all together as one yeah that's what fox was saying today at shoot around he's like look like he was trying to improve so much defensively that it's taking him a while to adjust to like all right bringing it defensively is going to cause you to you know be short on some of your shots so you have to get that conditioning up yeah no that's that's exactly and so so now you're seeing it kind of come together and again it's coming together probably quicker than a lot of people like quicker than it does for a lot of people, right? It's um, early on in this season that he's already started to figure out through a little back injury, through other people having their health problems as well. And um, yeah, if you're, if you're 
part of this king's organization. If you follow the kings, you have got to feel like this, like he is such a huge part of the future of the Sacramento Kings. The Kings really got it going in that second quarter. They had 39 points in the second quarter. They followed it up with a 46-point third quarter. That was a season best. And they've had four third quarters with 40 or more. And they've all really been recently. So they're, they're coming out of the gates and just blitzing teams. And it's really fun to see because they just look so connected to me. It's like... It's stuff that was missing for whatever reason early in the season. And maybe it was just like uh, some of the changes to the offense, you know, Fox being in and out of the lineup. Part of it, too, is like the last couple of games you played Utah and you you, you played Washington. And yeah. that's why I'm so eager to see this next test, right? Like you're probably not against Boston having a second quarter where you score 39 points and Fox and Sabonis outscores Boston. That's what happened tonight. Fox and Sabonis in the second quarter outscored the Washington Wizards, right? So uh, I, I'm really eager for this next challenge against the Boston Celtics, who are going to be coming off back-to-back, uh, -back, taking on the Warriors. And just going back to where you started with Sorry. this whole thing. You know, it's over. okay. You, you started talking about their third quarters. Yes. And I all, all I kept thinking about how we used to be traumatized by this team's third quarters. I mean, just in the past, right? Like, just, man, this... This team, this King squad can never come out in a third quarter and, and make things right and really give it to a team or they come out sluggish or slow or they don't respond. And I feel like being able to come out out of halftime and do what they're doing consistently like they're doing right now. And that's like continue to play their game, stepping on the gas pedal, playing together. It looks effortless. And then you're seeing it happen even on the stat sheets when it comes to what they're scoring in third quarters. Yeah. It's, it's a great way to like try and finish the game that way. And I know we saw at times, I think it was like end of the third or maybe even start of the fourth where like the game was felt like it was back in reach at yeah. 16 or wherever it may be, but it felt, it still felt like the Kings had control. It just had, they had a few possessions that got to them. Now, if that was against a better team like the Boston Celtics, that's where I would be worried. You know, that's where you go, okay, the good teams know how to figure it out, but a team like the Wizards, eh. eh. What do you I mean, they're 4 and 22. It's awful. And and like the exact opposite, like not connected at all. And I know some of it's a talent thing too, but man, they shouldn't be this bad. They, they shouldn't be, but like at the same time, I go, when you watch, you go, it feels like everyone's allowed to just do whatever the hell mm. they want, you know? And I, and when you don't have, when you don't hold guys accountable and it's kind of just like a mosh posh and you go, all right, who's going to do what tonight? And you saw like the other night, Tyce Jones in that almost, almost win against the Suns was like killing it by the halftime. And tonight it seemed like he had some big moments. He finished with 16 points and nine. He was really six. good in the, in the first quarter. Like I, I yeah. thought, I think he had like six and five in the first and the Kings were getting destroyed in the pick and roll one. He was easy baskets getting into the paint, but also they were playing in that drop coverage on pick and roll on him. And he was just killing them with a little floater. Yep. And they made adjustments. That's yep. what I love. Like I, that's what I keep Saw that in the third. They did not. They like blitzed them. Yeah. And, and, and I love that. Put I love that. Pressure. 
it didn't have to be a star player or a star name or whatever to be able to make that adjustment and change your mindset on. It's like this player is getting what they want and they're doing a great job initiating that offense. And so as soon as they slowed that down, it just felt like, like I said, the Maj Paj, Kyle Kuzma. Okay, what's he going to do? Turn around baseline jumper. He's going to hit one of three, you know, in the next three minutes. And then Jordan Poole, he's going to take um, – launch a few three point. How many did he finish? He finished with, wow. He was eight of 13 from three. And it's like, yeah, you know, even also some of those shots from three, I'm going take those. <laughs> those are garbage. Stop it. What when is he, he started, doing? When he started making some, I of them, know like, he did, uh, but I'm like, are we serious here? He was, I'm like, is this Steph? Did Steph, <laughs> is Steph dressed as Jordan Poole today? Like what oh. is happening? <laughs> Yeah. So no, the Wizards, the Wizards are not a fun team no. to watch. And if I was, since I'm in Orlando and I, all I'm thinking is like, God, if I was a fan of the Washington Wizards and I'm like trying to stay up to watch them play the Sacramento King, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't stay up to watch my team if they were that shitty. Yeah, it's tough. I, I do like some of their pieces too. Um, like um, Kulabali, the rookie. Hopefully I'm saying yeah. that way. Yeah. Dude, you see the flashes from him. I'm like, he played some good defense on Keegan at once, on Fox, like pretty strong. I, yeah. I was impressed. I'm like, well, there's something there, right? Like, and of course, he's a young guy that just needs to play more. I like Tyus Jones as a player. Like, to me, he needs to be, he's a guy that needs to be on a good team, like coming off the bench, like he was with Memphis for all those years. Um, right. Right. And I mean, I'm good for him trying to prove somewhere else that he, be he believes he's more. He believes he's a starting point guard and that's what he's trying to prove on this team that's why he wanted this opportunity and sometimes that can like not stunt your growth but it can stunt your reputation or how you know your future contract and what teams really feel about you where like someone like Malik Monk coming off the bench and being in that role he is just seen as like pure gold Morgan, we need to give some love to everyone hanging out with us late on a Monday night. Appreciate you guys so much. Hit the thumbs up and subscribe. All it does is help our channel grow. I know we were scheduled to be on earlier. Things happen. You know, dog almost got paralyzed today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> emergency surgery. So, I, you know, I was a little delayed uh, getting here live to be on tonight. Shout out to the people in the super chat too. Piece of grind donating five bucks saying great job. Deuce on the broadcast. That stuff about the similarities between this team and the 2000s one was amazing. So good. Keep it up. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. No, I just, there are a lot of, and there, I know there are a lot of fans who did not, you know, we have younger fans who are going, I don't, why do you guys always talk about those teams? Those teams did share the ball, right? They moved the ball. They had a big bigs who could pass. They had shooting. So there are similarities and I think it's cool to highlight those. Go ahead. You also mentioned something, uh, I think it might've been pre-game you're showing, or maybe it was post-game and you're showing, uh, De'Aaron Fox and where he is on the assist list for the Sacramento oh, post-game. Yeah. And like, and Mike, Mike was looking at it and you're like, Oh Mike, you seem a little down about it. He's like, no, no, no. Like I felt like in some ways he's like, Oh man, like this is really happening. Cause like he loves talking about how, you know, just like dropping dimes and shooting <laughs> shots like that. I, I I don't know why I was trying to make him seem like he was upset. I was like, you're upset, huh? I don't like that, huh? I, you know, I'm just trying to make him laugh a little bit. I thought it was funny. I've never worked with him before either, you know? So it's just, you're trying to feel him out. Like, ah, can I play with him a little bit? Let me poke him. He was fun. Oh, he's a, I, he's, a I, great, I totally, he's a great guy. 
he's a great guy. And I thought you guys did. I thought it was for your guys's first time together, especially with someone who like you idolized as a child. Yeah, it's really it. It was it worked. Good I told job. him on pregame tonight. and I know I put this on social media. I said it was about 20 years ago. I got his jersey on Christmas Day. It was a Kings. I think the Kings were playing the Mavs that day, 2003. I got his his jersey for Christmas. I was so happy. I'm like nearly 20 years later, I'm working with him on TV. Like, what is this life? It's Crazy. so you, sh you should have worn that jersey. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Geeky Nana donated 20 bucks. Appreciate you so much for always being here. Insane Cookies donates $50 for Carlin. Oh, I'm going to give it to him when he was uh, moving, huh? <laughs> Just kidding. Thank you so much. And thank you. He says thank you both for your shows. Appreciate that. Daniel yeah. donates five bucks, took my daughter to her first Kings game and win tonight. Thanks for waving at me and her at the sports desk. Deuce. Of course. Appreciate that. And shout out to Ben for donating $8 in Australian money, whatever that means. I don't know what their dollars call. I forget. Thank you. What's a... What's the Australian dollar called? I don't know, but can I just say, uh, is it okay? Tell me, just you guys, Australian I mean, dollar. Okay, I thought it'd be like the ruse. Oh know? wait, it really is just Australian dollar. I think so. Okay, hey, am I a weirdo for yes. texting texting a line earlier tonight because my room started smelling like smoke, like cigarette smoke, and and then I looked. I'm like, are these smoke like smokeless rooms? Like it's a good it's a good hotel, and so then I text a line going, hi, can you come up to the 31st floor and find out who's smoking? And then I'm just like, here, Deuce, it is 2.15 in the morning and people are literally screaming in the hallway. Is there, should I be concerned? I'm more concerned. Where are you staying? <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's a nice hotel. Like, I mean, it I would ask to be relocated to a different room tomorrow. Okay. Well, I already On unpacked. Monday night crazy I, that's what i'm saying okay okay sorry all right um let's see refocus here what else did i have tonight oh one guy you want to mention guys flying under the radar i thought sasha had some outstanding moments in this game rebounding creating second chance opportunities something that really set the tone for sacramento when they weren't shooting well they were getting second chance opportunities i think on the night they end up finishing with 19 second chance points but I think they had 16 at the half or something like that. And Sasha was all over the boards. Yeah, I saw the one toward the end when he created that second chance opportunity. It felt like they were going to corral the rebound. And then he kind of just came up behind and ripped it away and created this second chance opportunity for the Kings. And just it, they, they made some of those moments look so easy. Like it was like, oh, no, no, we're just going to rip the ball back away from you guys. And so I'm so glad someone like Sasha took um part in some of those opportunities but then also on the offensive end that first three that he hits like yeah. yes please. I Literally, love right when he came in like it was like sasha's in and he shoots the three makes it that's had, that's what he's there for he had eight points seven rebounds four of those were offensive rebounds morgan he also had two steals and he did that in less than 12 minutes of action what so i'm telling you man sasha came out and he was just tipping everything he had one play where Unfair to him. He got switched out in the Jordan pool and pool would just shook him hard. Just went right at him. But hey, he's play he plays hard out there. He's got long arms and he's able to tip it back out or go get a rebound. He had that one where he forced a jump ball, just going hard after the ball. That was great. Also, our guy Keon had some nice plays tonight. Did not get a friendly whistle. Keon Ellis is being 
he, he gets ejected on two soft technicals last game. And tonight, I'm like, he could not play more clean defense if he tried. He's doing everything you can. What do you want him to do? Just escort the player to the basket? Because he's got his arms out. He's not leaning into anybody with his chest. He is playing fundamental basketball, and you're calling him for a foul? Yeah, it's it's crooks. It's disrespectful. Honestly, like, it's one of those things I go... Are you just calling this because you don't know who it is right now? Is that is that where we're going with this? Like he's getting a little aggressive, setting the tone with his hands and being physical. And so you're just going to, I don't know. I just, I feel like sometimes that, that bias can run through the head, but who knows? I could be wrong. I'm just, I'm feeling for Keon Ellis in those moments. Yeah. But he's, he's been um, a nice, nice find for the Kings this year. It's been good to see him get the minutes after playing last year in Stockton. Who's your up? Uh, Who's your Rocket Soul player of the game today, Morgan? Um, I'm probably gonna go with the uh, the Dominator. Domas Sabonis. Is it? Well, according to the fans, I put the poll question up: Who was your player of the game? Sabonis, seventy nine percent. Keegan got eleven percent of the vote. De'Aaron Fox, who just you know gave you thirty points tonight, Kings fans, seven uh, percent, and then HB got four percent. Ayo. Uh, yeah, Sabonis was outstanding. And, you know, there are times where, you know, he gets frustrated by guys. And, and Daniel Gafford is a really good shot blocker. But they were trying to go one-on-one defending him, uh, Sabonis. And I'm just like, stop it. Sabonis just ate him up. It didn't matter. Oh, Mike Muscala, even if he got blocked, he was able to get it back. And, and I, I thought he played a hell of a game tonight. He finished with 28 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, Morgan. I just thought the way that he was, again, it's Deuce, he is so strong. And when he uses his strength, it is so fun to watch. And when I say he uses his strength, I'm not just talking about, oh, when he has the ball and he's trying to push through a guy's chest and go up for two. I'm talking about the way that he's fighting for rebounds. And even if he's not the one that's ending up with the rebound, but creating, it helps create a second chance opportunity. The effort alone is like, oh yes, let's all rally behind this guy and continue to have that same effort. And then on top of all that effort, he's sharing the basketball with all those assists that he had. How many did he finish with a third or 12 assists on the night? Like, Again, just making everyone, making all your teammates better, giving all the effort out there, sacrificing your body. I just, I love it. Yeah. They had 35 assists as a team tonight, Morgan. Here's the other thing that's crazy about tonight. 35 assists, seven turnovers. 35 assists, seven turnovers, playing fast. Obviously, it's a benefit of playing against a team that doesn't provide much resistance near the bottom in almost every defensive category. But I saw this team lose to the Wizards last year. I think Washington was in a major losing skid at at last year when they came to Sacramento, if I'm not mistaken. But even if they weren't, they were not playing good basketball. And they came in here and kicked the shit out of the Kings. Yeah. So the Kings are, to me, starting to handle business and the, the games you're supposed to win at home right losing at home sucks in general but the last thing you want to do is lose games to the wizards the jazz you know some of these lesser teams you want to build your home record by taking care of business like in a game like tonight now all of a sudden sacramento's 10 and 3 at home with 
the Celtics coming up, the Suns, the T-Wolves. It's going to be tough, but at least you built something up on the home floor, and it's good. I, I They have a legit home court advantage. Yeah, and and I think I, I think you were talking about that with Mike Bibby for a little bit in the post game, just being like, "Is that really something?" And he was talking about how, like why it was important for him to play in Sacramento, and like obviously what that can do with just bringing so much fun to the game and um, bringing joy to to the game each and every night that you're playing on your home floor. But I also love when these players are giving the people something to cheer about, giving the energy, providing the energy in the building and it's great to see the Kings get things done. But Deuce, you and I, I, I love that we mention this whenever we talk about these teams, like the wizards and Utah jazz. Yeah. It's like we, there used to be years ago when people be like, you gotta beat these teams. And I go, why? Just cause you're better. Doesn't mean that like you're a good basketball team just cause you're better team right where these last two years it's like oh no you better beat that team because you are a good basketball team yep. not just because you're trying to prove you're a good basketball team because you you just are a good a better and good basketball team you play a good style of basketball and you're just seeing them execute things and get things done against some of these shittier teams and i love it they had 64 points in the paint tonight but they had 22 in the third quarter I thought Harrison Barnes was really good in that third quarter. He was just getting whatever he wanted at the rim. And I'm like, oh, good for HB. He had 19 points for Sacramento. HB again. I mean, why didn't I mention him and my uh, guys that were flying under the radar? I mean, but 19 points for HB, It's those are the type of nights. Not only do you want to see him have those type of nights, like, against some of the better teams, but I love when he's just getting things done again, um, just – on a random Monday night against the Wizards, you know, where we're not complaining, going, God, he only played 12 minutes because he wasn't getting rebounds. He wasn't doing anything. He wasn't playing defense. They play like shit to start the game. So um, he's done a much better job of setting a tone early too. He didn't have a rebound tonight, which is kind of funny. <laughs> that I said that, yeah. <laughs> but he was 8 of 11, 2 of 4 from downtown. Some impressive shooting. Sacramento as a team shot 53%. He had 100 field goal attempts. They had... 15 more field goal attempts in this game than the Washington Wizards, and that had a large part to do with the offensive rebounds. Sacramento had nine offensive rebounds, and of course, uh, they ended up with 19 second chance points. So that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Solid needed. I needed this solid win tonight. Uh, we need to get to our moment of the game. We also need to look ahead to the next game against the Boston Celtics. We should mention that tonight's podcast presented by our friends who are at Northwest Exteriors. Dude, they're big Kings fans, okay? One, that's a win. But two, if you need windows, they are the place to go. This podcast studio's got new windows. The temperature, it's, it's, it's really cold outside, right? No, it's not that cold. But cold to me, you, you wouldn't know. It holds the temperature great. Summertime, wintertime, there's no leakage. Double pane windows. You're saving money on energy. Use the local brand that is legit. That's Northwest Exteriors, Morgan. Yeah, they're the best. And honestly, I wish their windows were in this place right now because they're noise canceling. Yeah. They'd cancel all this outside noise that's happening in this hallway. Um, but truly, like we talk about aesthetics alone, they just make everything look better. So if you're looking to be like, hey, what is it about my house that I need to change? I'm telling you, it's probably your windows. So check them out. Simply the best. Trust Northwest. 
I'm waiting for them. I know you did like a TV commercial for them that's going to come out where you played a mom and had an, uh, your husband in this, <laughs> in this was a much older man. Like, it, like. I had like two kids over you had like. Two, Two kids, but the the man that they cast was like in his like fifty eight something like that. I guess I guess I'm a gold digger. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I can make my own money. Thanks. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. (laughs) <laughs> All right, um, let's get to tonight's moment of the game presented by our friends over at Sharif Jewelers. Chat, do you have a moment of the game? If you do, I would love to get one from you. Of course, Kings put up 143 points in this win. That's a season high. Sabonis triple-double. That was awesome. You haven't heard her dunk. Is that the moment? No, but it's a never-forget moment. Never forget. I'm putting Carlin on there, too. because like, I mean, like we need, You got to remember these moments. I know. Well, dude, put Carlin and put you, you pre and post game through, through your dog getting surgery. Just, just casually. It wasn't casual. I, I, I know. No, I, I, dude, you rocked it. Oh God. Um, yeah. So Carlin, Kevin Herter dunk. So you're going Herter uh, dunk, Herter dunk on Kuzma. Do, Domas triple double. Okay. Those are good ones. Yeah. Um, Isaac says the play of the game is between Herter's dunk or Sabonis's and one with some smack talk. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. I love a little Sabonis smack talk. Well, our moment goes in there. Boom. Next up for Sacramento. It's going to be tough. You talk about a test, Morgan. Mm-hmm. The 20-5 and five Boston Celtics 
A Boston Celtics team that right now is the best record in the NBA. They'll be on the second. I have a back-to-back. They've won eight of their last nine games. They play against the Warriors tomorrow before coming here. Um, it's a gr- it's a great test. You know, it's a team that has legitimate weapons. Duh. They play good defense. Drew Holiday is a freak on oh. ball. Jalen Brown can defend. You know, Tatum's a stud. Porzingis' ability to stretch the floor. Derek White is a really good player. They look awesome. And I, I remember after that trade happened, we're talking about Boston and, and Milwaukee, who's got the edge. And, you know, I'm like, I kind of think Milwaukee does. You know, I don't, you know, I think Dame and I think the defense will still be good enough. Uh, you know, I think that I don't trust the Boston Celtics depth. I know it's early, but, dude, it doesn't look like it's an issue. Like, they've found ways to win games even when Porzingis has been banged up. They're super talented, and I am really eager to see how the Kings respond against a team that is one of the favorites to win a championship this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so with you. I, I think it's uh, whenever you, whenever we talk about like it's a test. It's more. I'm excited to see what the Kings look like against a legitimate team and when i say legitimate team i'm not acting like like the warriors are obviously a legitimate team right but to me that what what's different about them is that they they step up differently against sacramento like they they want it so bad where i feel like the boston celtics like they're just good all around they're consistent um they're obviously consistent they're a team that's been up there in the eastern conference too and winning games so yeah i think this king squad taking on some really good individuals and actually having to go up against some better defense again it's going to be t- and like what do you, how do you change your game if they make you change your game you go okay we can't just play our game and push the pace and have De'Aaron Fox go 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 because the on-ball defense the resistance at the top how do you change it I mean you're capable of doing many things the Kings have not really had um, competitive games against Boston recently last year they hung in there in a stretch in Boston that was a November game I remember it because we did pre and post game together Um, and the Boston Celtics took over in the second half and they beat the Kings. And then in Sacramento, it was like, oh, the Kings might hang in there for a minute. Uh, they end up losing 132 to 109. The year before this, uh, Sacramento lost 126 to 97, and they also lost 128 to 75. So yeah. they've lost four straight to Boston. And I don't know, I just. Sacramento has played well this year against some of the top teams. I mean, you look at the teams in the Western Conference ahead of them, you're like, okay, you beat Minnesota, you beat Denver, you beat OKC, you you know, I think, are the Lakers still ahead of them? I don't know. But, you know, you beat the Lakers, you beat in the war. You, you, you've really beat some good teams, and now you're taking on a team that has another level. And then, of course, you get Phoenix, then you get, you know, Minnesota coming to town just before Christmas. So, Everything feels good right now. You took care of business, but this is like the next test. And I, I hope they play well. I really do. I, I because you, one don't have this thing where you get blown out by these teams. You got to build some home momentum. And getting one of these would be huge in the next three. Yeah. Um, and the reason I say that, some people are like, what do you mean just one? <sighs> that the Suns T Wolves one is a back to back. That's really okay. really challenging. But if you got two of these. Oh my God! So in, 
And like, it's sometimes it's like grind it out, get an ugly win if you need to do that. But a team like tomorrow or tomorrow, Wednesday, I really want to see, I really want to see the Kings um, play some of their best basketball against a good basketball team. Yeah, because the last time we saw them against a team, uh, like the, it was a Clippers game where it was just they were yes. outclassed. It was just like they, the the Clippers put on the clinic, and the Clippers, by the way, are red hot. Did you see what they did against the Pacers today? Oh, oh my God! Pull it up. They destroyed the Pacers. <laughs> no, and, and and like it was really bad. I'm pulling up the box for right now, so okay. you, we can talk about it for a sec. Um. <laughs> Gee, there's a lot of weird blowouts tonight. Pelicans beat the Spurs 146 to 110. That was last night. Sorry. Um, Clippers 151, Pacers 127. 151. Harden had 35 and 9. Kawhi had 28. George had 27. They held Tyrese Halliburton to eight points Ooh. in 31 minutes. Can't wait to rewatch that one. But, you know, that. Team, a team like the Clippers that seems locked in right now. They're playing good defense. They feel like the chemistry is building, right? The yeah. Celtics have even more of that, right? They they have the core that's been there, but they also added someone like Drew Holiday, who's just such a brilliant defensive player, w one of the best in the game. Yeah, no, it's I, I think when you when you really look back at that that Clippers game, that is something to me where I was excited to see how they were going to play. And then I was just like, I mean, utterly disappointed to say the least. Mm -hmm. It was, it was just like, that was just, I mean, I remember I was, it was late. I was in San Francisco and I was just like, this is what I, this is what I came here for. This was the game. And so like, I get it. Like you're going to have shit games, but that's why against a team like the Celtics, it would be really nice for them to, to have one of their better games. Bring it on. I want I want it to be a pumped up crowd. I hope the players are amped up. Bring on Wednesday night. Uh, is there anything we missed on this game that I failed to mention? I, I guarantee you there is just based on tonight where my head's been at. Yeah, I think, I think the number one thing is what you need to worry about is yourself. But also that one Toscano Anderson got five minutes too. It's nice to see him always. JTA, baby. I like JTA. Uh, but yeah, no, like stop even acting like, like people are understandable about life sometimes. And like, this was this, even doing this night chat, it's, it's like we said, it's, we're doing this night chat, not for everyone. We're doing it for us because it, it's like, we need everyone. I think sometimes when people are like, oh, we love your podcast and we love what you guys do. And we're like, we love you guys and so like being able to be here and escape even a little bit longer um i know we weren't our sharpest tonight but it's like it's like needed this needed just to bounce off vibe talk some hoops with all of you so no i appreciate this space that's your final thought tonight is that was that your final? yeah okay. no that is, that um, is. That's my final it. thought i'm super excited for you to oh. get to work tomorrow for some nba g league showcase games What's the schedule tomorrow? Like what time? I mean, I'll post about it. Post about it on social media. Okay. I'll post about it on social media, but let's see. I am Morgan Reagan. I am at 6.30 Eastern, 6.30 PM Eastern. And then I am, and that's on the NBA app. And then NBA TV 
is at 9 p.m. Eastern, which is obviously what game's that? A little 9 p.m. That Eastern, one's going to be o'clock. college College Park in Ontario. Is that it's on NBA okay. at? Yeah, so catch big deal. Me and Chris Miles. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. My final thought on today: I'm obviously super happy uh, for you, and um, also I'm just I'm grateful that Carlin's hanging in there. And what a day it was! I mean, I just congratulations man. again. I don't think I don't think I've mentioned that enough because I was trying to post about it while I was getting phone calls from the vet, being like, "Hey, do you want to?" put him in surgery and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm trying to post excited about you being on TV and like being able to be with Mike Bibby. So I feel, I hope we celebrated all of this enough. And if we didn't, I just hope you deserve all the opportunities in the world. You were so fun to watch. And I just, I'm excited to see more and more of you too. Sorry. I took away uh, your final. No. And I, I appreciate you saying that, you know, there's all, there's always like a hundred things like, oh, I wish I would have done that better. Like, oh, I just could have done that better. I did this smoother, blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm also a hundred percent tonight going, I did. I could a hundred percent say I gave it all I could tonight. Like that's, that's all I had in the tank. Like I, I was not going to, I could not do anymore. I, I could, it, for me, it was just getting through it one segment at a time getting the energy, you know, watching the game, trying to be locked in, be ready to go. People in my ear talking, you know, producers, and I got to navigate it all and do something that I don't do all the time, which I'm comfortable yeah. doing. I just don't do it. It was just like, I got to be locked in and that's all I could do. Um, but overall, I thought it was fun. And my other final thought is just, yeah, I appreciate all you guys being patient. Like this, uh, this week's going to be a little crazy uh, with Carlin. I don't know when he's coming home. Uh, we should find out tomorrow like kind of how he's progressing but it's gonna be a little journey with my old buddy carlin but he's a tough one man and uh yeah just appreciate the moments with your pets too you know it's i do that a lot i really do i i'm always just so great i mean i think i almost cry sometimes thinking about life without him when he's like healthy so when you're faced with a situation when something like this happens it just it, it hits you hard and um i'm just glad he got in and shout out to the vets for helping out in a major way. Um, yeah. I miss my I buddy. That. I miss my buddy. I know. He's okay. He's okay. You did great. He's so proud <sighs> of you. He, he's out. He, you know, he don't, he don't watch. <laughs> he's dreaming of food. Uh, we love you guys so, so, so much, but we got to go. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you Wednesday. See ya. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.